0: Welcome to Fitness Feed Radio. My name is Ben Anderson. I'm a holistic health coach, and you can find my business page on Instagram, at Fitness Feed HQ. This podcast is dedicated to helping you look and feel your best by creating a solid lifestyle for well-balanced health. Let's go. So uh, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I'm very excited today. We've got a special guest, uh, client Dawn. She agreed to be on the podcast after finishing the program. And uh, I just thought it would be great to get her on here to share some of her experience about what things were like before, how the program went for her, and what things are kind of like now. So uh, welcome Dawn to the podcast. Um, First off, Dawn... Uh, thanks for being here. Appreciate it a lot. And I just wanted to start by asking you, you kind of lead us off with prior to the program, what sorts of things were you struggling with in your life? What What was life kind of like for you then?
1: Well, first of all, Ben, thanks for having me. I'm excited to kind of share my story today. So I will say before the program, I was really struggling with me and everything that encompasses me. I had this block that I felt like I could never get past. I would get to a certain point in any things that I tried and I could just never get past it. And I felt like I was continuously going backwards and just spinning on this wheel, like a gerbil.
0: Mm. Some good imagery there, spinning like a gerbil. Yeah. The, the stuck really, really feels deflating and, uh, I think we've all been there. We can all kind of recognize that in our own lives, that feeling of just, I don't know what to do. Don't know where to go. It's not a good feeling. Definitely not. Um, so yeah, on that note, like what did you try to, before to help with these sorts of things or, or get you out of that, out of that hamster wheel?
1: <laughs> um, so I've just done different challenges in my life. Like I tried to do the 75 hard program I've had counselors here and there when life felt really, really hard. I did Zacharias Ganey. Um, I even actually had, and I don't think I told you this before, but another consultation with a coach about three months before I said yes to you. Mm. Didn't know that. (laughs) But I said no to him.
0: Very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, Yes, you did a lot of stuff on the... Um, you know, the physical side sounds a little bit like the mental, emotional side. Um, and it and it just, you know, did it leave you feeling, you know, inspired, motivated or did it always feel, you know, very dead ended or, or how did it feel for you?
1: So I would say the counseling sessions in the moment, they felt really great. Right. Because who doesn't need someone to just basically go in and share their whole life with? And there's no judgment there. And there's, it's a third party. Um, but I realized that I was only using that as a crutch when things are really hard. Um, and at that point, when things get that hard, like one or two counseling sessions, is not going to really get you through the big stuff, right? Because the big stuff comes from lots of years of little stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, the 75 hard program I was pretty excited about. I started that out with COVID because COVID, um, when COVID came, it really kicked me in my butt of just being isolated and being at home with the kids. Mm. and I didn't, um, I was really excited about it. I didn't finish it and I felt like I had failed. And so I think for me, failure comes with a lot of these things that I've tried, um, like in the moment I'm doing great. And then the minute I get off of it, that failure creeps back in. So, um, that's the one word I feel like I always come back to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I remember there was a, a point in the program, and we'll circle back to this later, but that that crept in again. And I, I would love to, to touch back in on that. So if I don't bring it up, remind me. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh, well. um,
0: so, so let's circle back to kind of when you started and, you know, you had mentioned, you know, considering another coach at some point, what made you jump in uh, to working with me? What made you say yes to this?
1: Um, Well, it was kind of twofold. The other coach that I had talked to um, was not holistic. And at the time, I don't think I even realized what holistic coaching meant. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was more about the physical aspect, like helping you, you know, with your diet, which I hate the word diet, I hate diet culture, Mm -hmm. and helping you with um, your workout regimen. And he was a great guy but in that moment i just felt like that was not what i needed um so a friend had recommended me a udemy and i remember in our first conversation i was already in a book club and we were reading the time of cabot the book mm. and that book hit me at the exact right time it needed to um and during our little quick consultation, we talked about that. And when I realized that you had read the book, that some of your practices were about the book, I knew that like, this was my time. I knew that I needed to dive into everything. And I didn't even know what that meant, but I wanted to focus on something other than just my weight, because what I had learned prior to coming with you is that I was starting to be on the cusp of I am way more than just my weight like I am me and me encompasses a lot of things Mm. and I think that's where that word holistic came in because once I started to talk to you I realized holistic is what I needed I needed it all I didn't need you know you weren't focused on like my size and my whole life i would always been focused on my size and that's where I always put all my energy Mm -hmm. um and you were just able to show me in a very quick time that This is way more. That is just one tiny piece of me. And I'm way more than that.
0: That's amazing. That's a, that's a really great answer. There's a lot of things in there um, that I kind of want to touch on, but the, you know, the big one for me that stood out is you kind of, you listen to an intuition, you listen to a, uh, you know, something within you saying like, no, this feels right. This doesn't, this other thing didn't feel right. Um, and that idea of more, you know, there's, um, we kind of, I liken it to a spiritual thing, but it's this idea of, of what we really are this higher level um, of ourselves. And we know it's there because we can see it, like we can envision it. And we we're kind of always looking to get there. Um, and you had that idea. You're like, no, it's not just this. it's It's all this other stuff. It's all this other more stuff that I'm looking for. Um, and then you had that intuition and you followed it. So I, I want to say, well done. And uh, I think you're on the path. You're definitely on the path. Take out the soft talk.
1: <laughs> That's right. You um, taught me to take out the soft talk and listen to my emotions, like feel my emotions.
0: They're mm-hmm. important. They are very important. The clues. Um, okay, cool. So uh, that said, did you have any major hesitations to joining? And if you did, why did you end up saying yes to starting the program despite those hesitations? And if not, cool.
1: Um, So honestly, I never really hesitated on working with you. There was never a question. I knew it the minute we got off the phone and I remember saying yes. Like on the phone when you were like, I think you're a good fit for me. And I was like, I think you're a good fit for me. I said, yes, right away. And then I remember (laughs) getting off the phone and saying to myself, holy crap, that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But then I Mm -hmm. had this internal conversation with myself where I basically said, you're 49. And if not now, then when? And that simple little conversation with myself, I never looked back. I, I never, it was just that short thing to be like, you have you have been on the same gerbil wheel for so long. If you're not doing it now, when are you gonna do it? And just really realizing that um, you can't put a monetary value on yourself.
0: That that's epic right there. Um can't put a monetary value on yourself right in that moment you decided you were worth it, right? Like you decided yes. this is, you know, this is worth it for me and I'm worth it. And that's a huge step. That's a huge, huge step. Well done.
1: <laughs> I remember um, having the conversation with my husband and saying like, I'm going to do this 12 week program. Don't ask me how much it costs because it's not important. And all you need to know is it's 100% for me.
0: hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Um, Jumping into the program. Uh, Yeah, first four weeks are, are a bit of a lifestyle shift for for many people. And then, then it's cooking, you know, the whole program is cooking. What were some of the first things you noticed as we started the program?
1: Well, the first thing I noticed for myself is that there was just no hesitation on my part. And to be, you know, frank, some of these things I'd already were already had already incorporated anyway, like some of the things you made us try, like mm-hmm. no dairy and things like that. I'd already started to do those things. Um, but what I also noticed is that the space between you and I was very safe. It was non-judgmental, and it just want to make it wanted me it made me want to try new things. Like I remember early on in our conversations talking about how I thought meditation was this huge thing that I didn't know how to do. Like I couldn't sit in a spot for 15 minutes, you know, playing music. And that was what my vision of meditation was. And quickly I realized that those thoughts of what I had for meditation are not really all that meditation can be. Um, So, you know, that was one thing that really spoke out to me looking at my AM and PM rituals, I had never really looked at those before. I'd never thought about um, that the night before sets you up for the next day mm-hmm. and thinking about it like the day before and then how you get up the next morning kind of set that tone. So those were a couple, the first couple of things that I noticed.
0: That's awesome. Those are really, really awesome. And yeah, I, you know, I see that a lot. People have adopted certain of, you know, a few of the things that we we practice in the, in the program and that's great. And then there's other things we can, we can look at and build on. And that is a, is the formula for the the rest of your life, right. Of I'm kind of got these few habits. I've got these things kind of down. I want to work on this other, this other area. I want to improve some other things in my life. And when those become automatic or, or habitual, habitual rituals, then we go into other areas, you know, it's kind of shifting onto that path of just, constantly looking for a new uh you know a new level or a new way to do it better it's it's really profound it's awesome um so that said now that you've finished uh what are two to three big things you've you've come away with from the program
1: um yeah that's i love this part to go back and reflect on some things that i just you know, was able to come away with and makes me excited. So the first thing is that I am not defined by my weight. It may fluctuate, but it does not take away all of the work I have done over the last couple of years and the journey that I will continue on. I have not and cannot go backwards. So in the beginning of this, when we first started, I said, I felt like I kept going backwards. I was hitting this wall. What I realized through this journey is that that was one piece of me. That was the weight piece of me. I am so much more than the weight and all the other things like the mindset and the movement and the, and the other things that I've taught been taught in this program. I have not and cannot go backwards for things I've learned. Um, it's just impossible. Um, <laughs> I've learned that journaling and meditation are not these big things that have to be done a certain way that made me shy away. Learning how to listen to the voice in my head and how it makes me feel and recognizing that it needs stillness and quiet. And now knowing that's as simple as like going for a walk by myself with, you know, no headphones on, listening to nature, sitting on the porch, like eating a meal um, and just being with myself. Those are types of meditation. And I would have never thought of meditation like that before. Mm-hmm. The simple step of using pen to paper to simply throw up my thoughts, um, or to work through a scenario has been a great tool. And I remember, um, I knew I wanted to journal. I remember I was talking through this and I remember I had worked out a scenario and I was like really proud of myself. And I showed it to you on one of our calls. And then I remember you saying like, sometimes it's just like what I call word bomb, and that's really good. And i had never thought about it like that. And the great exercise about that is you start off with all these like really negative things that are going on in your mind in the moment, you need to get them out. But if you sit in it, you start to come around to good things, right? That also need to be recognized. It also need to come out because it's not this or that it's all, it's all that makes us. And so, mm. um, That was one big thing that I learned. And then um, the other thing was figuring out my potential. Spending time with myself and asking what I really want and not what someone else told me I should want or what society tells me I should want or the noise tells me what I should want or who I should be. And then using the board to map out the philosophy, the practice and the process to get me to my potential.
0: Amazing. Uh, really well said on that potential piece. It's, it's you, you know, it's, it's not anyone else. It's no external factor. It's, it's just you. It's who you want, what you want, everything you want. It's all about you. I love that. Um, I want to go, I want to touch back to on the piece you said about, um, uh, have not and cannot go back to the person you were. And, um, you, you mentioned it being impossible, right? It's, that's the, in my eyes, right? That's the true value of this sort of work is that it's, um, you know, it change like, like people can change, change behaviors, uh, etc. But to really receive a transformation, it's that it's that true understanding that, wow, Like I will never be that same person again. And it's, and you saying, you know, have not, cannot, like that's not you reminding yourself not to go there. It's you literally saying, no, that's not even an option. That's like not a, that's not a possibility. It's so far out of the realm of possibility because I'm in a totally new direction. Um, And that I think is one of the most powerful things is, to really feel that transformation. Uh, and I, you know, I think a lot of it comes from awareness and just this work you've done is to, to take that trajectory and change it to where you want to go. And, and, um, I mean, just beautiful. The, the other thing was talking about getting all those thoughts on paper, right. And how valuable that is. So, I want to highlight this for everybody too, uh, that, that first piece you mentioned, that's so, that's so common to, even if you don't write it, like, cause that's rare to write it out, but those negative thoughts are the first ones, right? And that's what we typically do. We, we focus on the negative pieces of things. And so we're looking at the negatives and it's in our head. So it's such hard work because it's just in there, just circling, running around all day, weeks, months, years, decades of our lives just running around and then putting it on paper stops it and puts it somewhere where it's got a, a start and an end. Uh, and then, like you said, once you do that, what came up? Like all these amazing positive things that you, we need to focus on. We, we wanna point the direction to those things. Um, we need to recognize all of it, like you said, and we wanna to go to where we wanna go. We don't, And if we don't wanna to go to the negative side, we can go to the positive but it only happens when you create the space uh mental space real estate for the positive to come out um really well said uh really well said when you did it and um to recognize it as well awesome loved it
1: yeah i think i mean i do agree there's just so much you know chaos and noise in our head that there's just not room for those things and we have to make a conscious effort to get rid of that, and if that means going to a quiet place, if that means journaling, um, there's lots of different ways to do that. But it, it's a priority that I feel like I have to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, the uh, the thoughts swim. I was I, I meant to bring that up to the the meditation and the journaling side is is taking that time to let the thoughts stop running and come out. Right? If you're constantly bombarding with input and uh, stimulus and and tasks and and that kind of got a brain. It's always running. Um, that's where meditation becomes so valuable. And and like you experience, meditation doesn't need to be a, a grandiose venture of incense and hours on a yoga mat or something like that. It can be ten minutes of quiet. It can be a quick walk. You know, it's it can be really simple. Uh, it doesn't need to be anything crazy. So that's awesome. All right. Let's, uh, let's kind of move on to what is, what is life like now for you?
1: So life now is more focused. I prioritize me nice. um, and because I prioritize myself, it's now simpler. Um, and that was one of the philosophies that I came up with is that I really wanted to live a simpler life and mm-hmm. really enjoy the things that I enjoyed to take out the noise, to take out the chaos, to take out things that weren't serving me, to take out the things for, you know, going back to that question, like, if I want a simpler life, what does that mean? And really asking myself, does this serve that purpose? Um, So I'm definitely more focused in that area. I feel like I'm free. There's a freeing feeling to all this. I'm no longer trapped. You know, and how I felt as that five-year-old, you know, little girl, and still felt when I came to you. I remember that exercise you did not ask me to do, and in one of my journaling, I wrote like how I felt as a five-year-old. I had never said that out loud to anyone. Mm-hmm. I had never said that out loud to my, even myself. And there's so much freedom in knowing that I felt safe, and um, and ready, and worthy to be able to have that conversation with myself that it was important enough to me to be like, you're the only one that can own this conversation. And once you own it, you can move forward. And so there's a lot of freedom in that. And then honestly, just excited for the journey because I know that this is like, you know, it's not a race, it's a journey. Um, and continuing to unfold and work to be in the best version of myself.
0: It's amazing. That's so awesome. If you had any advice to offer someone thinking about jumping into a holistic health program like this, what would you, what would you say to them? What advice would you give?
1: I would say that working on yourself is one of the hardest things you will do. And don't underestimate that. It is super hard, but it's also one of the most rewarding things. Um, there are so many things that will, if you allow it, there's so many things that will come out of yourself, things that I don't even think you recognize. There's lots of things about myself that I did recognize through this journey. It's not about being perfect, but it's about getting up and doing 1% better than the day before. Um, your career, family, children, friends all start with you. So prioritizing yourself, not only benefits them, you, but it also benefits them. It's a journey and this is just the beginning, so it doesn't stop here. And I think there's a lot of hope and excitement in that. And then specifically to you, Ben, you give us the tools, you walk alongside us, you allow us the space to be the best version of ourselves. And what I really love the most about you is that you don't give us the answers. It's not your role in our story. You guide us, you ask us questions, and you help us, me particular in this situation, work through my own story. So I'm able to continue writing this story for myself. Um, and I know this is going to count, kind of sound cheesy, but when I was thinking about like this call today, I thought about all the different books that I've read. And I don't like to use the word self-help because I think self-help is just a negative connotation to myself, but I feel like through this journey, I'm writing that own, that book for myself.
0: That's, that's really a cool way to look at it. <laughs> I love it. Um, thank you for all that, all that you said, that was really, really nice and thoughtful. And, um, it meant a lot. Thank you. Um, the, the piece that I really stood out to me, you know, we talk about this in one of the weeks in the program, but how it's that principle of putting your own oxygen mask on first, right. You talk about your family, your friends, your groups of people, um, they feel this, they feel you being different, right? And, and you investing in yourself. And um, like you said, it's hard thing to do. It's much easier to spend money on stuff that makes you feel good in a second, you know, retail therapy, different sorts of whatever, foods and drugs and drinks, etc. cetera. Going in is hard. Going in takes courage. And uh, you come out much, much stronger and better off for it. And, uh, anyone who's willing to do that is going to do great with this sort of work. So, um, very well said, Don, I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. So, uh, with that, I think we're going to wrap it there. So Don, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Um, really glad you came on. I think people are going to really resonate with a lot of the things you said. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad you had such a great experience.
1: Thanks Ben for having me and I'm a hashtag team Ben.
0: (laughs) Love it. Love it. Let's get that going. All right, guys. um, Hope you enjoyed the episode and uh, can't wait to to catch you on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If anything that we talked about today, that anything that Don experienced sounds like you, please reach out to me. We can connect on Instagram, DM, you can email me at ben at fitnessfeedhq.com or you can go straight to my website fitnessfeedhq.com and book a call with me. Any of these things you can do and you can, you can get started on getting out of your own hamster wheel, getting unstuck and becoming more you today. Thanks again for listening. And I I really hope to hear from you soon. If this is something that you are struggling with, some of these things are, are things that you're struggling with. Hope to hear from you soon because if you're ready to change, it's right around the corner. All right. Have a great one. I'll see you on the next one.